welcome. This is an awesome podcast. This yeah. is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> to the Jeff. It's a lot of whiskey, Jeff. Macalino. Jeff Macalino. 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 Podcast. Hey, hey, thanks for stopping in. Uh, appreciate all of you. Got a fun episode for you today. Uh, I mean, seems like every episode is a fun episode lately, huh? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you more about that in a second. Hey, do me a favor if you have not already. Um, although June is coming to an end and the nomination period will be ending soon. If you haven't, click on the link right in the show notes to nominate the Jeff McAlino podcast for Best of the Bay. Um, you click on that link, you go down to the entertainment section, scroll down to Best Podcast. I think if you type the, and at least if you type Jeff, uh, it will autofill for you. So do me a favor and do that, por favor. Um, all right, got a fun one today. Um, Multazim Zia. And I think I've said his name correctly every time I've said it, <laughs> even though I was quite quite sure I was going to butcher it uh, when when we started recording. But I don't think I did. Uh, hopefully not. Um, he has he does a lot. Uh, he's a presenter, a law master, student, a specialist, physiotherapist, public speaker, social media influencer, and founder and clinical director of his own successful clinic um and more <laughs> so naturally we start by talking about uh our fear of animals so obviously that's that's logically where we start the conversation <laughs> uh this was a fun one um some fun stories in here uh from multi and uh, myself check out his uh his social media his instagram handles are below uh as is his website um, and he's going to have a podcast coming. Uh, I'll shout it out uh, when it actually, uh, it, it's still months away, I believe. Uh, but the Multidose podcast is coming as well from him. So I had a lot of fun. I like him a lot, and I'm sure you will too. Um, speaking of things you like a lot, this podcast is sponsored by Xsense. Segway King. <laughs> Xsense is an innovative company providing home safety products, including cutting edge smoke detectors, carbon monoxide alarms, and other smart home security systems designed to keep you and your loved ones safe 24-7. With easy to install devices and smart technology, you'll have peace of mind knowing that Xsense is always on guard. And as a special offer for the listeners of this Fine podcast. Xsense is offering an exclusive 15% discount on your first purchase. Just visit xsense.com. That's x hyphen s e n s e.com and use the promo code Jeff Macolino at checkout. Protect what matters most with Xsense. Hey, folks, you know, I talk about mental health on this podcast a lot. Uh, with my own struggles, uh, a lot of times I'll talk to guests about their struggles. And uh, that being said, I uh, want to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. 
Get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether that's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professional professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling flexibility and at a more affordable price. As a bonus, you get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Macalino. That's BetterHelp.com slash M-A-C-O-L-I-N-O. All right, everybody. I'm very pleased to welcome Multazim Zia to the Chief Macaroni podcast. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Did I get the name right? Yes. Multazim I told you I was going to mess it up, but... <laughs> no, he had, he had no practice. He didn't even ask me about my name. He just he just did it. That, that was just absolute perfection. <laughs> yes, yeah. Just naturally gifted at... Per, uh, <laughs> I already stepped on my own tongue. There we go. I told you. I told you. I haven't been able to speak English right all day. So I was going to say you might actually say the hard thing right, which is my name, and then you you mispronounced like pronouncing. So I don't know the logic is there. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this will be a fun one. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, sound extra I, I so. stupid. <laughs> I was going to say like I, I'm saying to you before. You've got a serious person, a comedian. I don't see where we go wrong. Like it is, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it, it's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> yeah. Now, now I'm in my own head because I'm like, well, when we were talking before recording, I'm like, all right, I'm talking okay again. I, I seem, yeah. and I already pronunciation. <laughs> now I can't say the word pronunciation. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. Man, when I when I record, I told you I recorded the intro for the podcast that for listeners that came out last week, and uh, I was going to record a mid roll ad and an outro as well for that episode before I I mm-hmm. talked to you, but I couldn't speak well enough in my intro, and I didn't. I'm like, I can't do a, an ad when I can't even speak words. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't blame you because I, like even when I've gone on, someone asked me on a previous um, podcast. I was telling you earlier that I did this week. They asked me a really difficult question, and I was like, "To be fair, it wasn't even difficult." I even said to him after after we stopped recording, I went, "If you asked me that off air, I mean, you would have got a perfect answer. I wouldn't need to think about it. I'll just give you an answer." I went, "If suppose you asked me whilst you were recording, I was like, I was like, I froze. So I was, like, I was just like, okay, I was like, okay, and what I did. I literally took. I could have given the answer in two words. I gave it in probably like." five minutes i went around in circles and circles and circles and circles and then i came back to the point so I, I just bought myself some time five minutes of time i bought it but i was like you know what it's your fault you're recording you should have told me beforehand by the way i'm gonna ask you these complicated questions <laughs> i i don't I, I as i told you before i don't know what questions i'm gonna ask because it's all <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, but we'll go with it you, you know what i found uh and we'll we'll talk about podcasts more 
later on, but I'll, I will say this. You know what I found is I, I used to over-prepare for podcasts, mm. and it was the worst thing for listeners because I knew too much. So mm. I would ask questions, or I would even make reference like, well, I know you did this. Tell me about blah, blah, blah. Uh, but oh. the listener has no clue what this is, right? Yeah. So, so I was I was just skipping steps. So even when yeah. I, I talk to people uh, about like paranormal or science type stuff, I'm like, I'm going to start from level one, even though I already am maybe at level yeah. three. Because well, it's really the best way to do it, isn't it? Though, yeah. like, at least you can build up. But I've I've done this before, where and it's happened to me before, where people have done research into me, like, and they'll tell me all these different things. I'm just like, but what do you want me to speak about? I can't say anything more because you've already a you said what I've done, <laughs> or you've even hinted at it. And B, you've you've said the point, but you you've asked me a different question. So you, for example, you might have said, well, we know you've got this company, or we know you've done this, and we've done that, we've done that, blah blah. Tell us more about I don't know this. I'm like. What about here? What's happened to this question? Like, I was going to answer that one. And then I'm mentally preparing them randomly after doing five minutes of them going, la la la. Tell us about this now. I'm like, eh? <laughs> you just led me on. Oh, man. I, I totally, I'm not going to do this to you or to the listener. I totally was <laughs> like, I'm just going to read your bio and then be like, so what kind of dog breed is your favorite? <laughs> Again, worst question to ask. I'm petrified of dogs. I'm petrified of dogs. I'll tell you a funny story about dogs, actually. Completely random to the podcast. I'm going to tell you a funny story. So I'm so scared of dogs, right? And people don't believe this, right? But if you see me on the streets, I'm, like, I'm one of those people, like, I'm I'm quite, quite self-assured. I walk around quite confidently, blah, blah. If I see a dog or any sort of animal, not a dog, I'm not, I'm just because I'm brown, I'm not, like, it's not that stereotype, brown people are scared of dogs. It's, I'm scared of every animal on the planet, right? So I, I was in Wales, and... Um, and this, I don't know if you know where Wales is in the UK, but in the UK, we've got somewhere called Wales. So I'm in Wales and I'm, we've gone to the beach, me and my family. And this was a few years ago and I'm walking and there's so many dog walkers. I'm like, I'm running around, like trying to hide and stuff. And then there's this really high rise wall. So you go up towards the shops here. So the shops on this side, I'm coming up on this really high, high rise wall area, but then obviously you can walk down this end. But on the opposite side of that wall, there's the beach. Literally just the beach is right there. So we have to come all the way back down the other way where you can have that steps and stuff to go there. So as I'm walking up, right, there's these dogs and then there's this little dog that's not on a leash. And I'm like, I've seen it from, I've spotted it from like 10 miles, 10 miles away. I'm like, it's a dog. There's a dog in my family. like, what are you talking about? Where's the dog? They're all on a leash. I'm like, right there. Like, oh, right there. So then they're like, what are you talking about? And then my sister saw and they were like, that's fine. And my sisters are cool. Like, they'll pick dogs up, they'll play with it, whatever. I'm not like that. Right. So then I saw the dog coming out and my sister went, do you know if that dog runs to you? What are you going to do? I was like, I'll jump over the wall. And then she was like, you want? I went, trust me. And she went, look how high it is. You'll break your ankle. I was like, no, I'll do it. I'm very well in back background. I'm a physiotherapist. So I know the risks of jumping over a wall. So then I'm looking at this dog and it's not doing anything. So it's playing nice. So I'm like kind of like sneaking away into the corner. And then it runs. And I'm like, oh, crap. So <laughs> it's like a fight or flight came in. And obviously, as you can imagine, I, I flew. I legitimately flew. I, I launched myself over the wall. I'm telling you now, when I say it was high, I mean high. Like, I launched myself over the wall without even thinking twice. And I jumped, and my sister was like, you're right. I was on the floor, like, yeah. They're like, the dog didn't come near us. The dog ran to his own on the opposite side. <laughs> just like, I'm like, it's all right. I was like, I, I felt safer just jumping over that wall anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, so if you asked me about dogs, I would have said, 
Uh-uh. Not None of them. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? I, I do like golden retrievers. I think they're super cute dogs. Like, you know, the, the ones, uh, like guide dogs and stuff as well, like golden retrievers. I think they're super cute. Well, if they came near me still, I'd probably be that guy that walks across the road like, Mm-mm, nope, going on the opposite end. I'm very glad this this might be uh might might be two guys who don't like dogs podcast uh, <laughs> because I don't like dogs either. I don't I and I think you can, I don't like any animals except for turtles. I love turtles, but random. We, yeah, I I I think it's the teenage mutant ninja turtles is the thing, but but dogs. So I'm allergic to dogs and cats, but I don't, I actually don't dislike cats at all. I don't have a problem with cats. Mm. So I'm like, I, I, I always blame, I'm outing myself here. I always say, well, I don't like dogs, but I'm allergic to them. So of course they make me scratchy and sneezy and my oh, yeah. eyes water. So of course I don't like them, but I realize like, I kind of dig cats. Like they're cool. Like, if I'm at someone's house with a cat, it will probably affect me still. But, like, if it jumps on my lap, I'm going to pet it. I'm not going to be like, oh, get away. Dogs are just uh, see, gross. I, I, they I they do, slobber on that. you. See, I, I would be like, oh, they're in my Like, I went to, I, I, I don't know if you have an, in America where you're from, but we have cat cafes um, in the UK where it's basically just a cafe sort of cats. Whether you've got to eat, get food and things. So you hang out and you just... Hang out around you. Basically, it's, it's basically a cat cafe. It's exactly it's in the name. It's a cat cafe. So I, the cats everywhere, and then you just go in. It's basically like a cafe. You'll go in, and there's just cats everywhere. And well trained, supposedly well trained, by the way, supposedly. So my sister forced me to go. Um, and then I went. Me and my partner went, and I'm telling you now, I shit you not. It's it was like me walking in a cage with a lion. I was just like picking the rope and like, where's the cats? Where's the cats? What my head in? And the cats came next to me. I'm like, oh no! And then as I'm sat down, like I'm, I'm like obviously as you can imagine, I'm sat uncomfortably in a corner, as small as possible, like protecting myself, making sure nobody notices me and I don't notice the cats, and cats don't notice me either. And then there's one cat, this one ninja cat. I'm telling you now, it just kept jumping past my head, like for no reason, <laughs> just jumped past my head. And at one point, I was there and I was sat there like. Just trying to eat my, uh, have my little tea, and then trying to eat my little like cheesecake. I'm like nibbling away, and it's has launched itself past my head, and I'm like, no, please touch me. It was just fucking with you. <laughs> That's yeah. all. Right. I was getting bullied by a cat. I was getting bullied by a cat. I was like, I was sat there, and my sister looked at me, and everyone was looking at me. I'm like, I was, I'm not, I was like, I'm not really embarrassed that I'm, I'm, I'm reacting like this. I was like, I'm more embarrassed. I'm getting bullied by a cat. I was like, cats bullying me. Now, what can I do? And I didn't let me go. I was basically held hostage by a cat, and I was held hostage by my my family as well. So it was just kind of like, <laughs> what do you do? I would never go to that place. Uh, just I, I'm just like, you know, how many people are allergic to cats, and it it just seems like their fur would get in your food and your like that seems yeah. horrible a business idea to me. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's so popular. It's so 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 popular. Honestly, like my, my sister's my sister has been before and. She kept raving about it, and she kept asking me for a while, like, do you want to go, do you want to go? I was like, nope, 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 never. I was like, you know I'm scared of animals. Like, we have this cat that keeps jumping into our back garden. And um, every time it comes in, my parent and my family, we all go, like, do you want to pet it? Oh, yeah, play, cute, whatever. I'm I'm that guy who I was standing through the glass doors. I'm like, oh, hi, cat. Like, hi. Like, I'm that guy. Like, I'm petting the cat through the glass. Like, if it comes in the glass, I'm like, oh, stop there. Stop, like, don't, don't somehow stretch your way through. 
But they finally convinced me, and that was because we we accidentally met. So my sister, we went to, I went out, and my sister went out, but we wasn't planning. We ended up meeting in the same place, and she was like, "Oh, I booked this place. Do you want to come with us?" And I was like, "Okay, I'm here anyway. I've got nothing to do. I'll I'll go." I just went, and worst place of my life, I think. Uh, that's exaggeration, completely hyperbolic there. <laughs> but I went, I went in one of the worst experiences. I, that's not hyperbolic. It was one of the worst experiences in my life. I was petrified of every single corner I looked at. I can't, I couldn't even look straight without seeing a cat that would potentially want to squish my eyeballs out. Um, but I feel like we've spoken way too much about cats right now. I'm going to completely change it. That's totally fine. I, I I would be remiss. My listeners would call me out if I didn't tell you I am like mortally afraid of one animal. I'm not. A, I don't like dogs, but I'm not afraid of them. And I do. I do appreciate dogs that know me because once they sniff you, like if they're not jumping on you or barking at you, they can be very aggressive and territorial. Yeah. If they know you, like I was at a friend's house yesterday, and they have a giant dog, like probably as big as me. And, oh but this dog knows me. So it, you know, comes over, walks away, comes, uh, I, I just need to make sure I wash my hands after I pet the dog so that I don't, I, I'm a face toucher. And mm. that is hell. If you, yeah, yeah. if you don't wash your hands after petting cats, dogs, or cutting onions, I've learned all three lessons. Very, <laughs> very bad. But I am mortally afraid of frogs. I don't know if mortally is frogs. the right word. I'm incredibly petrified by frogs. I, I can't tell you why. Well, if you, I was going to say, if you think that's bad, you know what I'm scared of? I'm scared of butterflies. Butterflies? Oh, butterflies, and I'll tell you why, and I've got one story as to why. So I went out to, uh, it was doing like, it was like a new place, and um, one of the areas they had was you could walk through where they kept all the butterflies, and just roaming people, that's like three, like there's thousands of them, absolutely thousands of them. As I'm walking through, what I haven't realized is I've walked right through and all of them had decided to just shoot up. And I was just like, oh, crap. So, like, it was like a Batman scene, but less, I feel like, not to be sexist, but less manly. It was just a bunch of butterflies flying up. I felt like I was in, like, a Disney movie rather than Batman movie. And <laughs> I was just like, what the... F-? I was like, what the hell's going on here? Like, And I hadn't, I didn't know that's what it would be like. I thought, you know, when they said, oh, you can go see butterflies, whatever... They'll be you know, enclosed in the little kit. I walked through, through and literally butterflies are just like thousands of them. I'm like, oh damn, like this is crazy. I think you know, like my 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 scare, my fear has had come from there because it was just so unexpected and surprising. And I was like, well, I'm scared of animals anyway. I've, I've, I'm open about that. I'm petrified of like animals uh, and creatures. <laughs> I don't know why. And you know, someone mentioned one of my clients actually mentioned to me. They went because I told them they were like, whoa, they went, that's really weird. You know how scared you are actually of animals. And then do you know do you, do you not think maybe it's because you've studied human anatomy? So now the anatomy of animals freaks you out a little bit. And I was like, that's a good point, because that's what does freak me out is the fact that they're not humans. That does like I, I can't register that in my head. I'm like, they're not humans, but they're living. And it sounds really weird. And for like <laughs> for someone for someone with my qualifications and like uh, education and knowledge, I know I could I should be able to register that. But in my head, I'm like the they're living, but they're not human, and it's it's weird. I can't register the difference. So I think maybe that's potentially why. Hey, see a psychologist. I I, I don't. Uh, uh, you know, Peta is not a sponsor of mine, so I'm. I, I, <laughs> I don't. I don't need to talk fondly about animals at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did not expect to come on a podcast and randomly speak about animals. I thought, yeah, but so like you said, so many things we could speak about, and then. I was like, animals would be the last thing I'd ever speak on in any podcast on the planet, but you know, I have so many stories about animals I didn't know. 
I I, 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 today. I told you we're this thing goes off the rails all the time. I, I blame the host. <laughs> no, I'm gonna blame you too. It's your podcast and you deal with it. <laughs> well, it's funny because I I the the way this even kicked off, I love it, is that I was saying I'm just gonna read your bio. And then I just thought, what's a random question I can ask? And it was the perfect question to launch this whole conversation. Which is true. When you said it, I was like, oh, I'm so glad he asked me about dogs. And then, and you know, I just told you a story about dogs randomly. I thought, oh, yeah, that's quite a funny story. I remember. Because I tell that story to everyone. When they say, oh, hey, you can't be that scared of dogs. I'm like, listen to the story. I, I risked fracturing my ankle because I was scared of a dog. And it was a little puppy that wasn't even near me. That's how scared I am of dogs. I risked fracturing my ankle as a physio as well. As a physiotherapist, I risked fracturing my ankle. And then, yeah, it was kind of snowballed into a conversation about that end doing butterflies, I think. Um, yeah, who knew? Yeah. If it if it makes you feel any better, I, I, I did tell this story before on here, but it's not, I, I'll, I'll skip the story part, but I'll tell you, in a week's time span, uh, I got uh, a, a a homeless drug addict pulled a gun on me. I didn't flinch, break a sweat. In the same week, I opened my mailbox and there was a frog about this big in there and I ran away screaming like a little child. So, you know, what? everyone has what? their thing. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> guns scare me less than frogs. Dude, that's so funny because I'm just thinking like, I'm just trying to think. How can I, I? I'm actually lost for words. I'm very rarely lost for words, and I'm actually lost for words. I couldn't didn't scare you as much as a frog did. That is so weird. I want to go into the story of a gun. By the way, how did you get away from the guy with the gun? Um, the the so this guy wanted twenty dollars. He told me he wanted twenty dollars so he could buy some meth, and uh, he 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 flashed the gun. He did put it away. Like, he wasn't holding me at gunpoint. He he just kind of pulled it out to show me. And I'm like, all right, all right. I'm like, I don't have any cash. I'm like, I'd, I'd give you cash, but I don't have any. Let's walk till we find an ATM. I'll get some cash out. I'll give you $20. So we, we're walking, and I'm like, there's a Walgreens, like, five blocks from here. He's like, okay. So we're walking, and I'm trying to talk to him a little bit. And, like, it, he was smaller than me, so I'm like, how close do I need to get that if he goes to pull his gun out, I can wrestle it away from him before he can shoot me? And, and he, like, he was legitimately mentally insane, yeah. which was not, but he was like, hey, man, I'll share some with you. I just need the money for meth. And I just happened to be the lucky drunk who stumbled out of a bar and was walking where I shouldn't have that, that he stopped. Um, sure, so I'm not going to lie. I was going to say, I'm not going to lie. That's such an American thing, like, just, yeah, yeah, just thinking about just contemplating. Do you know the fact that you had to you, you were contemplating how close do you have to be to get this to, to wrestle this guy? In my head, I'm just thinking, if someone held me at gunpoint, I would probably think of techniques of how to disarm him and things, but that's so far down the line that it's probably impractical and improbable that's going to happen. But I feel like in America, it's such a probable thing, like it'll just happen, like you know, it might happen. Well, I don't know if it's probable, but it's it's enough. It's it's something that at least enters your mindset. So, yeah. but I was I was just like, if I'm this close to him, and he goes to reach for that gun, I'll have, I I, I he can beat me by a second, and I still. But if I'm three steps away, mm. I'm not I'm not quick enough. He's going to be able to just shoot yeah. me before. Um, 
and, and the funny thing about the story is I had $20 in my wallet and I just didn't want to give it to him. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's the worst part. Uh, I went you, to Wal- so did you walk down? Yeah, yeah, we we went to we went to Walgreens, and I am just in my like I, this fucker's not taking anything from me. I put a credit card instead of a debit card in the ATM machine. I type in some random numbers and it says error reading card. So I'm like, oh, put it in again. Type it. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I put it in again. He's. I'm like, let me go up to the counter and buy gum, and I'll, I'll give her my card and get cash back with it. And the 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 cashier was watching us at the ATM, and she she was suspicious. And she's like, "Is everything okay?" I'm like, "Nope." She's like, "Do you want me to call the police?" I'm like, "Yeah." And I'm just gonna stand here. And can I? Can you pretend that you're having trouble with this card? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so within like three minutes, cops lights are out and the guy darts out the store and i'm like thank you very much goodbye <laughs> um yeah. so i even had the 20 so but i was you know i was i was like uh, you know all the action movies i've watched i'm ready for this Potatoes. i'm not yeah, ready for a frog in the mailbox that that, that... <laughs> yeah but no action movie prepares you for a frog in the mailbox but how often is it that you see an action movie that they put a frog in the mailbox to scare somebody or to threaten somebody or to harm somebody unless I... like the frog has some sort of disease yeah i've never seen arnold or or uh or or john mcclain or or uh uh keep jack bauer i've never seen any of them fight a frog i've seen them fight someone with a gun so I see you. So you had some sort of experience of practice with it, um, <laughs> although all, although it was through a a, a medium, but hey ho, practice to practice. <laughs> so let's talk about you a little bit. Uh, aside from aside from your fear of animals, um, you, <laughs> you're you're a man who I I used this metaphor last time. And uh, I hate to use it again, but you're a man, not last time meaning last episode that you would not know about because it hasn't been published yet. But, but you're a man who wears many hats, and I don't mean literally, I mean figuratively. Um, so I, uh, I, I'm, t- I'm tempted to read your bio and then ask you about cats, but I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to avoid that. That's what a- is, you're a very busy person. Uh, yes. I guess let's start with this and then we'll talk about all the other things you do. Cause yeah. you mentioned the physiotherapy, right? Yeah. Um, so I've heard that term a thousand times and, uh, I resisted. I, I, I did a, I think from your website, I think I know basically what it is, but I resisted like mm-hmm. looking up a pure definition of it. And I made a point. I'm like, I think that's a term that most people don't know what it means. Yeah. yeah. So so I asked, I was hanging out with friends yesterday. I think I asked six, six of them, do you know what that means? And they all like half-assed an explanation. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think you're right. I think you're partially right. So explain, <laughs> explain. Uh, what it what physiotherapy is, how you got into it, and 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 all of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, so I was gonna say you asked me the lethal question about <laughs> what, what is, is a physiotherapy. 
Yeah, do you know what? I'll be honest. It, it's taken me years and years and years to figure this out, and I, I still don't think I've figured out a definition. And there, there are reasons other than my ignorance to the fact that I, I don't want to conform to, you know, like, what what Google tells me or what my regulatory body tells me or physiotherapist is. Because one of the main main things is, is with physiotherapists, you have so many different specialities. So one area or one definition doesn't fit all. So you have, for example, you have neuro, uh, neuro physiotherapists, you have cardio physiotherapists, you have a muscular physiotherapist, which is what I am, a musculoskeletal physiotherapist. So you have all these different people uh, and that specialize in these different areas. So one, you know, overall umbrella term. Yes, do you know what the umbrella term usually is? Something like, oh, along the lines of your friends might have said this, is we're, we're just professionals that help rehabilitation to improve your quality of life, right? We we rehabilitate you to the best ability that we can and to your best to the best of your abilities for to to improve your quality of life, whether that's mobility wise, that whether that's just uh, fitness wise, endurance wise, whether that's doing good work with athletes, whether that's getting you back into sports, uh whatever whatever we way we could rehabilitate you, that's that's basically our definition, umbrella term. What a lot of physiotherapists do different areas. So, for example, if someone asked me what a musculoskeletal physiotherapist was, I'd probably say we are that type of definition. We work on rehabilitation and to improve the quality of life. But more specifically, we work on joints, nerves, and musculoskeletal conditions. And we don't specialize in, for example, nerves, neuropath, like nervous type injuries or issues like strokes and things that's a more specialty area but we can work on impingements and uh, some sort of nerve tensions and things but we will look at the the full general picture some specialities will look at for example if you're in a nervous or cardio respiratory they will literally look at just for example cardio respiratory physiotherapist they will look at just a cardio respiratory point of view so your lungs your breathing your posture um, doing a sputum retention things like that so they'll specialize in those areas some of them might have some background experience in you know musculoskeletal, musculoskeletal conditions so for example your nerve um, your your muscles and your your body and just your yeah just your, your muscles and body and your joints in general and they might start bringing those realms into it but like i said everyone would just specialize in those areas that's why it's such a specialty and it's so diverse as a physiotherapist and if you go ask an athlete, a physiotherapist that works with, for example, like big teams at Barcelona, Real Madrid, you know, PSG, you, you go ask those teams or ask those physical therapists what the hell what the hell is a physiotherapist, they'll probably give you a different answer to what I do. And they'll do the exact same thing I do. I work with athletes, I've worked with, you know, just people who have musculoskeletal injuries, strains, sprains, I've worked with the elderly, degeneration problems, everything. I've worked with them, but they'll still give you a different answer. Because their whole thing is about performance re- uh, an enhancement. So they'll probably give you more of a performance enhancement or rehabilitation point of view. And that's what's so important, like with the definition of physiotherapy. Now, going down to how I got into it was more of a, it wasn't a primary or prominent decision. It wasn't like I was like nine years old. I was like, I want to be a physical therapist. I want to be a physical <laughs> therapist. I don't know. I'll be honest, I don't know what the hell a physiotherapist was even when I was studying. I'll be honest, even when I when I actually did physiotherapy and I qualified, people would ask me, students would ask me, by the way, what the hell's a physiotherapist? I'm like, I'm gonna wing, I'm gonna wing an answer because I need to seem smart. So I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> so uh, it is well, that's the truth. I honestly I, I did loads of public speaking events. They were like, you ask me about physiotherapy, I'll know it, I'll know it. You ask me the definition, I'm like, I can't pinpoint one. I and I've done research into this. 
I'm like, I can't pinpoint, I don't think they're fair, uh, the fair definitions. But anyway, as I got into it, so I did I did my college, I did high school, college, and then we went, I went into university. And initially, I wanted to be a optometrist, which is, I don't know what if the same in America, but optometrist, just people that check your eyes out. Mm-hmm. And then I got a job. I got a job. I had work experience. They gave me a job because I was good at I was good at my job. And then I observed some optometrists. I was like, mm, that's not my career. Like I I like being more physically active, being more involved with my patients, speaking to them, doing things with them. Whereas optometrists just sound very much like they sat there, did they thing, communicate a little bit. Cool, off you go, out of here. But I didn't like that. Um, and if any of optometrists in the UK or abroad listening, no insults. Your job, your career, thumbs up. But um. Yeah, obviously, it, my backup was physiotherapy. The reason my backup was physiotherapy was because it sounded cool. I was like, physical therapy sounds pretty cool. That I was like, I could do this and I could do this and I could do this. And I, could do I jumped into it. Like, I literally just did it at university. I faced it. Like, I'll be honest, I don't like, even at university, you have to touch people and practice. Hold on, let me rephrase that. You don't touch people. Uh, like that. Uh, <laughs> I touch some people in college. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you have to touch people. I was gonna say like university wasn't it wasn't in like encouraging us to touch people up. I mean like we had to do some practical work, of course, because it's a it's a hands on um career. So I hated that. I hated the fact that I had to touch people. I hated the fact I was a massive germaphobe. But at one point I was such a big germaphobe. I would have touched door handles. I'd get other people to open doors for me. Like my friends in high school would open doors and things for me. Or like I remember um at one point I was such a big germaphobe, even at like college and things, I used to wash my hands at least like 60, 70 times a day. I'll touch something, I'll go wash my hands. Even to a point where if I touch something my my tip of my finger, I'd go wash my hands or wet my hands straight away. Like I I was a massive germaphobe. I've snipped out of it. So imagine going to university, I've said like this in this phase where I'm a massive germaphobe, I don't like touching things, I don't like touching people, I'm very, very iffy with people and stuff. Um, I was still quite gregarious, it's quite sociable, people like me and I like people, it's just, I just didn't like getting hands over people, and then uh, I, I hated it, I hated it, whilst I was studying for three years, I absolutely despised it, I remember like, I, 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 at some point I was crying through my calls, like, I hate it, I want to drop out, no, 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 I freaked out about it, and then, um, I, then I, got, I, I think, you know, my third year, literally like three months or something before I went to qualify, I rang, I was remember I think it was in a meeting or oh, speaking to my educator and I was like, I'm gonna quit. I was like, I'm dropping out, that's it, enough's enough now, I'll give up. He was like, You've got three months left, you've basically done anything, you've got like two weeks of replacement <laughs> left. And you're thinking about dropping out. I went, That's it, I'm done. I was like, I can't sign anything. He was like, two weeks. And I was like, I'm dropping out. I was, he was like, two weeks. And I was like, all right, fine. All right, I'll stay. Right, for two weeks. All right, if it doesn't work for two weeks, I don't know what wasn't going to work. I I passed everything anyway. I was graduating, it just needs to get the hours for to get the qualification. So yeah, and then I, I qualified. Yeah, so you have to get a degree to be a physiotherapist in the UK. It's the same in America, I think, as well. Uh, I think in America, it's a bit different, though, because you do different modules. I, I did a bit of research, just, but I think in America, you're allowed to call yourself a doctor, if I'm not wrong. Um, and I don't know why I'm looking at you. I'm not sure if you'll know about physical therapists. I think you're allowed to call yourself a doctor in America, <laughs> and there's extra extra courses you can do, like, you know, um, like injection courses and things that you have to do or you can do. Um, but yeah, so it's three-year course here anyway. And then once I qualified, I did that. And then I just basically started my career as a physiotherapist. Yeah. Well, I, America, you you know, you can just buy titles. Uh, we call a lot of people doctor. We probably shouldn't. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm not being, I'm not like Asian culture, right? Asian culture. Everyone calls me a doctor. Like all the, all the, do not uncles and, and I say uncles. They're not like my uncle, uncle. It's uncle because I'm brown. Um, like, they're like, <laughs> 
they're like they're like doctor oh he's a doctor go speak to him he's a doctor and my dad my dad's family friends and stuff or like my dad's acquaintances or friends they're like oh like your son's a doctor speak to him i'm like i'm not a doctor that's illegal you know you can't call me a doctor in the uk it's illegal i can't call myself a doctor and son's a doctor. i'm like physiotherapist doctor doctor i'm like physiotherapist and i remember i was in um oh this is a funny story so i was in um i was in my placements once and there was uh there was an asian uncle like elderly guy right and he's probably i said uncle he's probably like my he's probably like my granddad's age actually so he's like in his like 70s 80s or something and he's walking down and he sees me and i know, you know this is one that bothers me you know like when you're in a predominantly dominant area where everyone in my in my kind of like my educators my colleagues when i was i was a student at the time but colleagues per se were like white and um and the hospital predominantly like, white people. Obviously, it's just hospital. Like, it's, it, it weren't me prejudiced to anybody. It was just like predominantly white people, like um, yeah. and brown people. Notoriously, like avoid going to doctors just to let you know. Like they're just like, nope, we don't go to doctors. Diabetes, nobody cares. I broke my leg, nobody cares. Something that happened, nobody cares. Or whatever is made up is or a conspiracy. So anyway, I've gone into I went to this and I see this like seventy year pulley year old guy walking past, right? And he's like, oh my god, my stomach, my stuff. I'm like, I walk past and I see him make eye contact with me. I purposely try to avoid them. So like, I know they're going to have conversation in my, like, well, my native tongue, my native tongue, English, but my mother's native tongue, which is Urdu and Punjabi, right? So I'm like, oh, I, I understand it, but I'm not confident speaking in it because I've been brought up here, so I, I hardly speak it. I know how to, I just not confident. And then so he comes to me, he was like, and I'll, I'll, I'll translate it in English. It's not as funny as it is in Urdu, because it's hilarious in Urdu what he says to me, but in English, it'll be like, all right. Uh, but anyway, so he walked up to me. He was like, he's like, he's like, doctor. I'm like, I'm not a doctor. He's like, come here, doctor. I'm like, doctor, I'm not a doctor. I can't. And I was like, that's illegal. There's actually doctors here. If they hear you, they're going to shaft me over. And they're, they're like, it was like, come here. I'm like, what's up? I'm like, okay, come on. I was like, what's up? It's like, I was like, I don't know if you heard it. He was like, I need a shit, basically. And I was like, I was like, what am I supposed to do? He was like, he went, he went, get me those tablets that can make you shit. He was like, I've not shit, shit in four days. And I was like, I'm not a doctor. I, I was like, I can't prescribe medications. I was like, I can't prescribe medications. I was like, I, 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 like, I literally just stood there gobsmacked. I went, well, I was like, I can't give you tablets. And obviously in the UK, by the way, it's illegal for us to even give tablets to have trainings and things. And I was like, what am I supposed to do here with this guy that needs a shit? Like, and he's asking me, so I, I was like, let me go speak to one of the doctors. He's like, you're a doctor, just get it done. He was like, you know, he went, like, he literally was like, just write it down, just paper, do it, it's fine. I went, A, I'm a student, B, I'm a, I'm a physiotherapist, C, that's illegal. <laughs> like, that's illegal. Oh, honestly, the, yeah, so buying titles <laughs> is one thing. Um, apparently, apparently, you get forced to do illegal things is another well, yeah. Well, yeah. That, well, by the way, just to put that out there, I didn't do it. <laughs> for for any police watching in the UK. <laughs> yeah. any, anybody watching, educators, governing bodies, I didn't do it. I told him off for it. And not told him off either, like, explained it to him. Yeah. And, and he died three back. days later because he still never <laughs> took that shit. Uh... <laughs> just, to cover, just to cover my ass in the UK. Just imagine, like, Stupidly, like this podcast comes out, and like that's a completely rude my reputation. Tails me. <laughs> By the way, I while you're telling me that, as as someone who also used to be a germaphobe, uh, uh, I think that might be why you're afraid of animals. 
I, I yeah. think that that yeah. probably has something to do with it because I yeah I I freak out over that like I'm like germs like they could bite me they could scratch me they drool on me like anything I don't like I do cats for example right I'm gonna I'm not gonna come back to animals but this one <laughs> I don't understand right people don't let people walk in the house with shoes right and I don't like this I don't like when people walk around you know on the carpets with shoes if it, 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 downstairs I've got wood and flooring so I don't mind everyone wears shoes and slippers and sliders whatever that's fine upstairs we've got carpets I'm like nobody takes shoes up whatsoever and I, I've seen people do so when I go to people's house to do some treatments, therapy, just meet, meeting people, they don't let people like walk with shoes. I've had people maybe take my shoes off at the door outside before they stepped in. And oh, then wow. they don't even let me set, they don't even let me take a step on the floor. So they say, take the shoes off and then step inside straight away. Do not put your foot down the floor. But then they've got dogs and cats. And like, but they walk around, <laughs> like they walk around with no shoes. And like I was like, you're waking me. You was like, you're not allowing me to like wear my socks on properly. Like, how does this make sense? And like, do you see? That's what I don't understand. Like, they walk through. But I've seen dogs do this. Like, they walk through piss and they walk through shit and they're walking through. And the book coming in. I'm not hating on any dog owners. I'm not hating on dogs or cats or animals. Right? Don't get me wrong. Right. I don't understand the logic. Like, where's the logic in this? And I'm gonna later on with your permission, of course, I'm gonna put some of this some of these clips on social media. Watch me get cancelled um for being like an, an animal hater now. I'm not an animal <laughs> hater, guys. I just don't understand it. Yeah, there's a difference between not loving animals and hating them, I would say. Yeah. And I, I think yeah. I think I'm in it. I just don't I just don't like I, I don't want to be around them. They're they Yeah, but I don't that's the thing, I don't understand the logic between like you don't let a human who actually can wash himself, clean himself, wear shoes, he's got socks on to protect his feet. You don't let that guy Come into your house with shoes and socks. We one of the animals that just walk around just free balling it kind of thing, and you walk into your house like why do they have to wear like wear socks and shoes and clean their feet? Like that doesn't make sense. And they they're not careful about where they walk. I'm super careful. I make sure I don't walk in anything that looks like feces, dirt, you know, even piss, even water spill like going through a pipe. I jump over it. I, if I have to do like a like a Super Mario jump, I'll do it. But I don't I'm even walk, step. I I don't step on cracks on the sidewalk. <laughs> See, like, I don't, I see, I'm going to speak to an animal owner about this. Like, in my religion, for example, my religion, it's um, it's what we call sunnah. It's a good practice to have a cat um, because what we believe is our prophet had a cat and you have, you, you're supposed to care of a cat more than, to say, you have to pay attention to a cat equally or even more than a human because they're so important like, because they can't take care of themselves, whereas humans can obviously take care of themselves. Right. And I might have made, I might paraphrase some of the things there, but you get the gist of it so it's it's basically a really good practice you get good deeds for taking care of a cat right and even then i said to my parents i, I don't understand it i was like i i genuinely don't understand it. if you want to let a cat run around the house like my mum shouts at me if i'm if i start making mess if i leave a cup in the wrong place she, she she'll shout at me for it but i'm like but a cat's gonna come and just like absolutely ransack the house and walk off like it owns the house i don't understand it but yeah i know it's yeah well we're where do cats shit? A litter box. They literally are stepping in their own shit. <laughs> yeah. I see. Uh, I, I think we should change the topic before we, we come across. Oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> um. So aside from physiotherapy, uh, yes. you, you do a gazillion other things. Um, yes. There's the multipath. There's there's uh, uh, I, I, I guess I'll, <laughs> I'll let you tell me. A little bit about uh i i'm i'm curious we kind of we were talking about this before we were recording 
It's like mm. I uh I have a hard time. I'll 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 couch it in this. When people ask me, like, so what do you do? Like a lot of people, I don't do the eight to five job thing. So for yeah. me, I'm like today uh, a great example is is earlier today i i got a i i booked a a small small part in a a tv show and i um because i'm 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 doing the podcasting and trying to act and and all this stuff and i made a connection with a guy and i'll probably be doing some voice acting in a cartoon uh as well and that's on a Saturday in a, you know, while I'm sitting on my couch watching TV and just, you know, and I, so I had two business calls today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I, I can't explain what I do to people who are uh, in the work. Uh, maybe this is an American yeah. thing, but work for the man, because I might, you know, I've recorded podcasts at, that started at 11 PM and uh, you know, I've, done ones that started at 6 a.m and i've you know it's like i don't really have hours i just i just work and and i know stuff i have to do and when i have free time i do that stuff so yeah so i couch it in that as like i i'm i'm curious even though we're in different fields uh like how you structure a day, how you, uh, with, with all the different oh. things you do. Um, oh. I know that's a, bad I know question. that's a bad, bad and good question. That bad and question. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, a bad I, question, but <laughs> it's a bad and good question. It's a good question because it's something I've been working on actively myself right now, like trying to think, do you know what the hell is actually a priority? Cause I'm filling my diary sometimes and I do know every time I reflect on my diary and I'm like, you know, I've, I reflect on my diary three, four months ago, and I'm like, hmm, I'm like, actually, do you know what? That was not a priority. I was wasting so much time doing that. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Life's like that, isn't it? You keep reflecting. Actually, that was a waste of time. I've been doing that for six months straight for one hour. I do that for half an hour radio. I could have done that for 10 minutes, 15. You know what I mean? Like, well, actually, I don't need to do that every day. I can do it every other day. It's fine. So, yeah, the way I structure my day, look, if you asked me a few months ago, I'll tell you now, back to back, I was not breathing. Like, six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning onwards, I was working until like, 11, 12 o'clock at night, back to back. More recently, I've managed to find myself more time because I was advised by my GP. He was like, you're a crazy person. You need more time, like three years old. Chill out, relax. But this is what I think the big, 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 big mistake people are making. And this is something that I think is truly, truly important for anybody that's like like me personally. I am a workaholic. I love working. I'll tell you now, I do not like being free. I do not like being sat there watching a TV show or anything without doing some work. I need to have my laptop in my lap, my phone in my hand, doing something productive. And that productivity could be something as simple as editing content for my social media. I could be editing pictures at the same time because I know I'm going to put that on my social media anyway. If I got five likes, a thousand, like a million likes, if I get nothing on it, I know I put something up there that potentially could have worked, potentially couldn't work. So what? I tried it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like that guy. I'm the kind of type of guy who will go to a reservoir rather than sitting there looking at the like the nice people playing. I love that. Honestly, I do. I love sitting there watching people play, have fun, like have laughs and stuff, watch my family, my niece, my nephew and niece and stuff. But I'm also like the type of guy that I'll take my laptop and I'll be cooking a bit. Oh, that's so cute. Like that was really good. Oh, yeah, good, good time to play. And like, boom, I'm that guy, right? And it sounds really sad, honestly. But personally for me, I think it's it's just vital that people understand that. That's not a bad thing because I enjoy that because something my GP said, something my family said, all the time. Everybody on the planet will say to me, 
if you need to chill out, this is why you're so stressed, this is why you're so serious, this is why you're always like, do not sometimes irritable. And I said, look, you're getting me wrong. I get irritable when I have free time. I don't get irritable when I'm working. When I'm working, I don't get irritable. I'm really calm. I'm, like, I'm really relaxed and in my zone. And I could be working from 7 o'clock to like 11 o'clock at night. That's how I work, right? Mm-hmm. But my irritation comes in when you don't have a two-hour slot. I'm like, what, what, what can I do? Like, what the hell do I do in just two hours? I won't waste my time. And that's because I enjoy working. And do you know why people say that idea of funny? Do you know, sitting there watching a movie? Nothing, nothing bad with that. My idea of funny going for a walk. Nothing bad with that. You know, nothing bad with any, anybody's idea. Like your idea of, of chilling might be, you know, like, I don't know, playing games on your phone or like watching TV or going hanging out with your friends. That's good. That's fine. Like, but my, I think people mistake the idea of someone that's a workaholic or someone that actually enjoys working as not fun. But I was like, that's my idea of fun. Now, my idea of fun is actually doing things. I enjoy like working, working my businesses. Like, even make me zero pound. I've worked on, I can't tell you, I've worked on probably. 150 projects, 200 projects, 300 projects in the last year that have maybe zero pounds, zero penny. Mm. Zero pounds, zero penny. But does it bother me? No, because I like it. I like what I do. I like the fact that I'm creating something new all the time and I'm thinking about an idea. It doesn't work. Oh, so what? I like, let it die. It doesn't, it's fine. It, I tried it. I've created another idea. I've created another idea. I've created another idea. And that's how it works. And it sounds like from your end, like, you don't conform to these nine to fives that I, I said to you before the podcast. I work part time because my career demands it. My career as a physiotherapist demands me to to work and bulk up my experience all the time. You know, and, and that's the that's the beauty of my job and also the devil of my job is the fact that I have to work under somebody else or with other people all the time. So I'm always bulking up my experience because I am young and I always need that experience. Because as a clinician, I can't slack. It's just it's just not right. Yeah. I can't slack. If it was any other business. I could have just carried on as an entrepreneur and did my own thing. But this kind of career, you can't because you're clinician, you're helping other people. And this could this changes people's lives all over the, the positive and the negative if you if you mess up and slip up and you let yourself slack a little bit. And obviously the, the kind of devil into that is you can't actually just touch yourself and do your own thing straight away because it's, it's super difficult and dangerous. So, uh, and that's the other part of this. So, that nine to five lifestyle. I've got the I've got that lifestyle part time. I work part time for a company as well, just to keep that experience up. But that nine to five, that nine to five to me is it's absolute constraint. It's like chains on me. I'm like, damn, like I need to get out of this. I I don't like the nine to five lifestyle. I like the lifestyle working seven o'clock to eleven o'clock. And people probably think, what a crazy person you don't like nine to five. That actually pays you money all the time consistently, and it's shorter hours. But you like seven o'clock to eleven o'clock, where we, most of that is not going to make you money. It sounds crazy, it sounds wacko, it sounds like a right idiot, lunatic. But believe me, I kid you not, I would do that full time if I could. Like I would do that happily because it's one of those things where it's mine. I've created it, I'm working on it, and it's always my ideas coming into fruition. So when it comes to my daily activities now, I think I don't mention this in the podcast recording or prior, but um, I'm doing my master's at the moment and I'm completely random in law. Um <laughs> doing a master's in law and I managed to find some time where I've done my I've done my work prior to doing like where it's due and find some free time. So I schedule my day out based on now trying to schedule on priorities. And I try to prioritize things in certain ways. I.e. I try to do if I need to do emails and stuff. I do regular emails, so I cold email quite a lot because it's just business stuff, isn't it? Like you have to cold email, cold call, blah, blah, do you know, typical business stuff. Yeah. Um I call message people. 
Do the standard business stuff. But then it doesn't make sense doing that at like 6, 7 p.m. when everyone's signing off. So I make sure I do that during the day. So like normal working hours, I'll do, you know, normal working hours work for my own businesses and brackets S. Um, I'll do that in normal working hours that I should be, I, be, I should be working really. And then in the evenings, I do all my catch-up work. So these are things like where I'm working on um, all my other projects, so content creating, you know, blogs that I need to write up, replying to my clients, speaking to people that I need to speak to, um, you know, like trying to get some brief, something I've been doing quite often is refocus time, literally schedule out an hour in my diary sometimes, just sit down and be like, okay, what's my priority? What things I've got on my list? What things am I, am I thinking about? What things can I start prioritizing now? Like, and what things do I need to actually be concerned with for my other projects that I want to start and, and my current projects that I've got going on. So, yeah, so that's basically how I, I plan my day. I plan it based on prioritization. And then a lot of it's just based on what I need to be doing, what makes the most sense. For example, like I said, emails, I know I need to be called emailing, called ringing people, called messaging. Do those working hours because people most likely respond then. And then certain other tasks that I know are trivial. So, for example, doing blogs, writing things up, emailing you know, other people for, for my podcast or whatever. You know, anything I need to do after, I'll do that in the evening. Like That's my evening work, my chilling time. Because yeah. I could chill during, you could chill at the same time. Like you, you might do this. I chill at the same time. So I watch TV. I legit watch TV. I have a TV yeah. on the background. I'm, I'm typing away. Like so, what? Like I don't need to put my hundred percent attention into something because I, I'm not. I don't really care about what's going on TV. To be honest, unless I'm watching like a, an important documentary or an important show that I really care about, like I'm like, oh, that's quite funny or whatever. I want to watch this. That's when I put my laptop in. But that's a very rare. B, I'll do it on certain occasions. Um, I do it when having family time. My my family are giving me in my head. Like put your phone away, then I'll I'll break it aside. But that's how I usually have my diary out. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I I I relate to that a lot. And there there's uh uh watching baseballs a great a great thing because you can work while watching yeah. baseball. You know, and you're yeah, still watching the game. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing in football. Um, I'm not a big football fanatic at all. Like, I'm not a big football fanatic. More recently, I've got into football more often. Like, I only watch big games like Champions League finals. You know, I watch like El Clasicos, Barcelona versus Real Madrid. I watch the you know, World Cup. Like, literally every single match of the World Cup, I watched every single match. And then <laughs> you know, like, things like that I watch. But um, when it comes to when it comes to sports, so this is the reason I got really into sports because I was like, I can have it on the background and actually work because I'm not missing anything too important where. I don't. I don't need to see a couple of guys kicking a ball around where they're kicking around for ten minutes because they're trying to keep possession. That's just wasting my time. But obviously, when they score, something's excited to happen. Yet you quickly pop your eyes. Up, oh, 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 crap! Oh, never mind. They missed. Carry on doing. Like, um, and that's that's quite that, that's something that I think sports is good for as well. It's good at uniting people, getting people together, giving you a distraction. But equally, it's good. Is a good. I think what I like, and personally, I think this is what I know I like, because I put the repeat shows on that I've seen a billion one times. Yeah, I put them on the background all the time. I like yeah. the white noise. I like yeah, the white yeah, yeah. noise in the background. Um, like I, for example, Friends. Um, I don't know if you like like Friends, but I, I when I got into Friends, I remember this was like a, just I just snapped out of the Friends hype like a year ago. But I I've seen every episode like a million times. I have it on. I used to have it on in the background randomly, like just so white noise, like randomly white noise. I wouldn't yeah. look at the screen once, but I'd have it on white noise. I hit um, How about your mother? How about your mother's another one? Oh, that's on. a good one. But in yeah, white noise. S- Seinfeld it. Seinfeld is mine. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never seen that. I've heard about it. I've never actually seen that. Um I was surprised that I watched Friends, to be honest, because that's not like my kind of show. But then I got I got kind of like I think sucked into it. And then when I got sucked into it, I became obsessed and I was like, oh damn. 
I was, well, he became good winners. It, I switched the Seinfeld. It was the office. And eventually, I think oh, it's yeah. the, the American office, I should clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's that, not that many episodes with, uh... of the British office. So, <laughs> Is that is that the one with um, John, I don't know how you say it, and then like, Steve Carell. Steve yeah, Carell. Yeah. Is yeah. that the one? Yeah. Yeah, I love that one. I love it. I think it's hilarious. I remember my sister was watching it, and I said, like, "Oh, what are you watching?" I was, like, I went. It sounds like it's going to kill my brain cells. And as you can tell, I'm quite, I'm a person that likes intellectual stimulating things, right? I'm like, "Oh, it's killing my brain cells!" This I watched like thirty seconds of it whilst I was eating. I was like, "It's killing my brain cells." I'm not watching it. And then I slowly started. You know, I was working out one day at home, and then it was running in the background. And I was like, "Oh, that sounds funny." I was like, "Oh, that's quite funny. That's quite funny. That's quite funny." Like, I don't really laugh at things quite often, especially shows. It's very hard for shows to make me laugh. Yeah, I don't think they're as funny. And I just think it was hilarious. Like, and then I started to watch it like crazy, like a crazy person. Just started to watch it. Um, and yeah, that was something else I became obsessed with as well, actually. Yeah, no, that that one was good. That that uh, my son and I uh, had COVID, and my daughter didn't. So she went to her mother's house and my son was probably eight at the time. And I'm like, what the hell? Let's let's see if you enjoy this. And I had seen every episode two, three times at that point. But I'm like, let's see if you and now my son's probably seen every episode two or three times. Like, yeah, do you know what? Do you know the 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 thing that I've seen? How many mother? And this is not an exaggeration, it's really bad this. It's gonna sound really bad. I'm gonna sound like a crazy absolute maniac. I remember when I was in probably like year nine, year ten. I think that's when I was when I started to watch it. Maybe a bit, a bit old actually. But when I started to watch How I Met Your Mother, right? I probably had watched that show every single day for like three years straight. I used to watch it back to back. Every single time it used to be on the background all the time. And I remember I I think I've probably seen How I Met Your Mother each episode at least twenty times. At least, I'm, and that's not an exaggeration. I, I'm telling you, I'm probably watching Twin Time, like back to back. I'm, I'm probably gonna cue that up and start watching it because I, I loved it, and I've seen every episode at least once. Uh, yeah, may I think I rewatched it a few years ago, but I, I can't remember. And it, the funny thing is, is that that show, I swear, uh. I may I make references to that show maybe more than any other show like that. Have you met that? Yeah. That, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. That See, that that comes out I, all the time. I've even I I've see even that, developed like, the Barney Stinson playbook. <laughs> See, I'm I'm saying now, like I thought even now I'm what you know even randomly when I'm eating or whatever you need to quick somebody thirty minutes to watch twenty minutes to watch I'll put how about your mother on just as a background as a background thing. I'll sit down and watch it whilst I'm eating or something. But again, even now I'm recapping episodes. But now I'm I'm picking a selection of episodes I want to watch. But like I said, I've pro- I'm not really exaggerating. Probably like at least 20, 30 times I've probably seen each episode. Because at one point I was so obsessed. I used to, I, I finished everything and I started it again straight away. And I finished it again and I started again straight away. And then obviously over the last few years I've been doing the same thing. But I'll just keep putting episodes on and watching it. With that and then do you know something else I'm obsessed with? Um, you might not, you guys might not watch it as much, but it's, it's, it was a super popular show. Um, for the UK presenters and things, but uh, it was, it was uh, the original Top Gear, which is um like the the UK version, but the old yeah. school presenters, and then they did the Grand Tour on Amazon. Um, with that I'm obsessed with. Like I, I I'm telling you now, I am legit. I watched that like 
I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. I don't know what's so good about it. Like, there's nothing actually so good about it where you think, oh my God, I'm not gonna, a massive car fanatic either. Where I'm like, oh, I'm learning so much because if you actually watch the episode, you'll see you don't learn anything really. Um, you learn <laughs> bare minimum they, they just mess about more than actually teach you anything. But like, honestly, I don't know why. It's something about that show. I'm like, oh, oh, I like that. But it's, I think it's all the during the exciting and daring activities and adventures they take that like you wouldn't be able to take yourself or you, you know you can't really do yourself um so yeah i think maybe it's that yeah yeah there's there's something to that by the way uh, to continue to hijack the the podcast <laughs> that's but i you you've showcased your personality yeah uh, personality see there we go my words <laughs> you've are been bad, though, the whole time i know i've been so good um if you're if you ever have you seen the show community no i think to me now i love seinfeld and i love curb your enthusiasm but to me i think community might be the best sitcom ever made like 30 minute tv show oh so see that's a big statement that's a big big statement i know it is i know it is and even myself i'm sitting here like i don't know if I agree with myself, but just from an enjoyability standpoint, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I need to rewatch How I Met Your Mother, and instantly I'm like, I need to watch Community again, like that. Yeah, I, I'll watch. I might even watch if I have time. Yeah, that's that's the the problem with that show is it's I, I do the same thing. Like I like to have kind of brainless, and I don't say that mm. offensive to the content, but. Things I, I need the background noise and podcasts are yeah. obviously a tremendous thing for that as well. Um, but podcasts that, that, that make you think too much are not good yeah. this work. I was going to say, I do that. I have podcasts in the background, but all my podcasts are like psychology podcasts or you know, health podcasts or fitness podcasts or you know, something like I, I know my podcasts and things I watch are not everything is intellectually stimulating and. Again, I'm going to sound like the boring, the most boring person on the planet to your viewers. That this guy is just a nerd. But I'll tell you now, like it's the person I'm. It's, the, it's literally what's made me me. Like I feel like I'm just. It's more important. Like the, the, on my previous podcast, well, not my uh, as when I was a guest, the guy was like, "Oh, you're literally just a polymath, right?" And I was like, "I know." I was like, I was waiting for someone to call me that for such a long time. Like I. Uh, and obviously from for your viewers i don't know a polymath is someone that has like expertise and, and knowledge in various areas and subjects mm-hmm. um i was like, i was like, finally someone else said it about me instead of me sounding arrogant and saying it about myself but that's the reason why podcasts and like videos and studying as that is it sounds like no no, no. I, I i i get it i get it because uh, my thing is i love listening to podcasts that are and again, brainless is not an insult to the podcast. It's just that you don't need to actively listen to them to enjoy yeah, yeah. them. You can just pay attention when it piques your interest. You're listening, but you're also writing, doing other yeah. things, whatever. Um, then you get the intense podcasts. Yeah. Uh, and, and you're like, oh, I can't do anything because i want to listen to the and it's like yeah oh, you have I, to. I, I, hate, I hate this engaging podcast yes but honestly I, i'm like you have to listen to the podcast and the thing is it's worse like because if you listen if you don't listen to a podcast what's the point of putting like for example for me what's the point of me putting a you know like a psycho a psychology podcast on 
and not paying attention to it because they're speaking everything to do with you know mental health psychology the human psychology you know marketing whatever they need to speak about in that, in that segment or podcast episode you're just kind of like what's the point if, if you're not going to pay attention so you know that's why i said for example how many more things so that they're amazingly thought out well-produced shows um uh, acting certain acting is amazing to be fair i'm not a big fan of everyone's acting in there but i think certain acting they made like neil patrick harris i think he's he's just an amazing absolutely yeah i think he's just super underrated to be honest because he he pulled barney Stinston as a character completely like off like he he knew exactly what he he wanted to do with that character um we yeah, like but there's shows that you can also just sit there and be like, I'm not really paying attention to this now. But after one, like one, one watch of it, yes, like maybe watch it all properly. But after that, you're kind of like, yeah, I'm not really bothered about it too much. Yeah. You know um, when but... to look up at the screen. because yeah, 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 exactly. I was going to say, do you know what, this, this, what I find quite funny is like this podcast is, is completely different to anything I've done in my entire life with podcasts. I know, you know, like I've never actually spoken about, you know, just relaxing, calm things like, Every podcast I've done that I've hosted or I've actually done is like quite serious. You always have serious topics. So like, it's quite nice just to like chill out, relax about it, not stress about like wanting to say, I need to say this, I need to make sure this happens, I need to make sure this happens. And you say, you know, when you're mentally, like you say, you're mentally prepared and you're like, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, yeah, man, like I can chill out now. Like, no, yeah, that's, that's, that's the zone of this podcast. Now I know you're, you're recording, uh, and, and, uh, you haven't launched your podcast, yes, the, the multi-dose podcast, yes. correct? Yes. Um, uh, do you have an ETA on when it's going to launch? No, Ooh, no pressure there. So, <laughs> Ooh, so I'm hoping by the end of this year, so like winter time this year, end of this year, maybe beginning of next year, uh, my birthday's in January time. So I might launch it at January time. Um, and it's also people trying to make a New Year's resolution. They want to learn more. They want to listen to podcasts. They want to read books and get to the gym. So it might be a good time to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's dark still. People are, and it's still cold. So people are kind of like, mm, I want to, we, we don't want to go out. We don't want to like, we, we stay, they stay in the cars longer because the cars need to warm up as well. So we whack a podcast on. So it's that time, I'm hoping if I get all the recordings in, we've got some amazing, amazing, amazing guests. I can't tell you how absolutely exceptional the guests are. And some of the podcasts I've recorded, I even sat there and I thought, oh, this could not have turned out any better. And I have high expectations for a lot of things. But this, these podcast guests, like, when they, they're smashing expectations sometimes. And I'm like, like, did not see that coming. The things that the things I had one yesterday, I, I was telling you before we started recording where the, the podcast yesterday, I did eight of super, super, super astonished by the fact that we managed to get, to get that guest. But B, it was the fact that even... When I did the podcast, I was under the impression maybe I've over-fantasized and romanticized how good this guest might be. And they did not disappoint. They, they followed the guidelines of podcasts. I know that we had any guidelines, more like they follow the values, philosophies, and principles. And I say that quite often in my public speaking and my podcast as well, where it's about, you know, everything I stand for is about values, principles, and philosophies. Like, as long as you stand by those and my main two keywords I've used in like my whole life, my whole, like if you check my website out, you'll see the things that I keep throwing out there is credibility and authenticity. I advocate for those like nobody's business, credibility and authenticity. It's all I care about in people. And I know that's very, very common. Everyone's like, oh, we're authentic, we're credible. But for me, that's like, you know, my, my underlying 
value and foundations for everything I do. So, you know, for example, my, my businesses, my podcast, everything is just that. And that's basically my niche of my podcast. You know, credible, authentic people have good stories. That not, they're not multimillionaires sometimes. It's actually just people that are from different backgrounds. I've had influences on there. I've got business owners, business women, business men, CEO, executives. Uh, you know, like I would guess the scope completely expand across everybody. So I'm hoping it's going to take off and be really, really good. Um, ETA wise, like I said, most likely end of winter time, maybe beginning beginning of next year. That's when I'm looking at dropping the, the first few episodes, even dropping the season. Might just drop the season. And then people go through it and then start recording the next season. We've got a few people that were lined up and want to be lined up as well. So, yeah, so it's gone, it's actually taken off quite well in terms of guests. It's just about doing a report. You'll know this recording times, just an absolute ball ache recording times because, like, different countries, different time zones, people have different yeah. work schedules, businesses, commitments. Obviously, people are not prioritizing just like people are not just trying to prioritize this, they've got other things to be doing in their life. So, yeah, hopefully, um, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, it should be out by um, the end of this year, beginning of next year. You, you, you'll love, and I look forward to that, um, you'll love, uh, from our conversation earlier, when I, uh, we were talking just about uh, about my show and, and you know, yeah, yeah. how to, so <laughs> I, I wrote this down earlier, uh, uh you were talking about how being a guest on different podcasts and everything. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I've, I've guested on, on quite a few podcasts and, and a lot of times I'm like, all right, which, which, uh, which Jeff do you want? We're like, well, I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm always going to be. And one of the things I, I like about you very much is the authentic is kind of like my brand. It's like, I'm always going to be me, but yeah. I can be serious. Me. I can yes. be Florida man me, which is kind of a character. I don't know if you're familiar with Florida man, but it, it, it's it's a big thing in the United States about making fun of Floridians and we're kind oh, of oh yeah crazy. yeah I've yeah. seen this yeah I've seen that. yeah so I'm like I can be Florida man, uh I can be just kind of average middle me where I'm funny but I'm I can I can go either way. Or I can be, you know, I can drink this whole bottle and come on the show and just be and a slobbering you. drunk idiot. I'm like, you, yep. you tell me what you want, uh, and then I'll, I'll, I'll prepare accordingly. <laughs> and, and and prepare means alcohol intake, you know, yeah. sleeping, because I've done podcasts where I'm like, I've been awake for 27 hours straight. And I'm drunk, so... Oh, that would be an interesting podcast, eh? Yeah, and I've also done ones where I woke up five minutes before I hopped on. <laughs> oh, see, that, that, that would absolutely make me panic. I'd be like, what the hell? Like, why? <laughs> I, well, so... The, the, but the funny thing is, you'll, 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 get, you'll get there. You'll get, you'll get to the point where yeah. it's like, I'm no longer nervous, even though, obviously, yeah. I, I told you, I'm like, when I hit record, I make way more mistakes... So obviously there's something in there, but it's like, I'm not nervous when I'm guesting. I'm not nervous when I'm hosting. At yeah. least I don't think I, like, I'm not in my own head. It's just free flowing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm comfortable now enough, you know, especially uh, doing some engagements, doing more podcasts now and just getting into my zone. And I'm definitely more comfortable in the sense that I, I know I'm uh, not obviously... 
And this, I think this is such a British thing to do. You, as soon as you feel like you're complimenting yourself, you have to apologise. It's such a British thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, <laughs> I know I'm good at public speaking. I know I'm good at communicating. I know I am. Like, I'm good at art- articulating myself. I've heard it through my whole life. Even when I was in high school, they used to say to me, even teachers used to say to me, like, you're either going to be a lawyer or you're going to be a lecturer. It's so obvious. Like, they're like you're so good at the way you speak and teach and articulate and the way you present yourself. And that's me, like, when I was, like, 11 years old. Do you know I mean? Like, yeah. 12 years old, 13 years old or whatever. So I only grew from there anyway. So me now, I know I'm good at speaking, articulating, communicating. And I work, re- and don't get me wrong, I work really hard on it. I work really hard. Like, I do word of the day every single day. I practice. I criticize my... If I don't speak properly, I will criticize or crucify myself for it. That's how important my communication is. But I feel like I don't get nervous until... It's a recently where I, you know what, I've got quite a big guest on and it's completely thrown me off. Where like yesterday I was really nervous at first. I was kind of like, like I need to, I need to chill out a little bit. Like I'm taking breathers, breathing in before I'm actually going on. And then eventually I've come on to, obviously like yesterday, for example, I think when you break the ice and you know what the person's like, especially if you've never met the person before, like for yeah. example, me and you, I've never met you before. So when I was going to the podcast, I was like, like you could be an absolute horrible like you could be there just to crucify me or you could be there you could or you could be so laid back where you just you just sat, sat there doing nothing you're not even bothered about the way the podcast goes like you could go in both ways or you could be sat bang in the middle where like you are where you know you're doing something good you know how to do it and you've got a nice blend of, of a personality where you're you're good you're a good host but you know how to make people feel comfortable and ask the right question and do the right things i think do you know how you said it's the two hats that i struggle with now i think it's where do I become a, like sometimes I'm I'm borderline between and I think I've done it a few times in this podcast where I've borderline become a host again like what well, so tell me more about it and I, I'm like oh damn no stop it's not, it's not your podcast it's not, it's not, stop stop so I've done it a few times in this and I'm really held by myself back. I'm like oh stop I'm like oh, I've got a question in my head I'm like stay quiet it's gonna sound really podcasty so I was like leave it no I someone told me this and then I heard the guy who basically i think i'm just jealous of him but there's a comedian in america burt kreischer uh and and i heard him on his podcast after people had told me they're like your podcast is great uh, but you are better as a guest than a host (laughs) and i'm like oh i can i can see that i can see that because i i uh, you know i'm yeah see, i'm excited for that i'm excited to see what what side people like because people have heard me as a guest but they've never heard me as a host before like i've done presenting work and i've obviously done public speaking engagements and that's not really me hosting anything i'm not interviewing people or having conversations right. people like that but it's publicized so i'm really excited and especially you know big influential people so that's where i'm like because i had a podcast that i recently did with a guest I, i'll tell you it, it went completely wrong I was asking questions that weren't being answered. And the theme was, obviously the theme was quite relaxing. I even said to him, look, there's no specific guidelines or things that I want to be going on, but uh, look, just be your authentic self, be you, have fun with it. But bear in mind, there's certain areas that I want to go down, make sure you answer the questions, blah, blah, because there's things that I want my audience to know. The theme of, they can come on, they're going to learn something new all the time. It's, it's quite a stimulating, riveting conversation. And um, I, I, I'll be honest, I asked questions, and they, I think I asked like 10 questions and none of them were answered really. Like they went off completely different stuff. And I was like, oh, this is going to be tough to edit. I was like, this is going to be tough. 
it's been really hard to edit. It's been really hard to work on. But yeah, but look, that's the that's the beauty of podcasting. It like you know, you'll get people that just come on completely ruin it, and then you have to like figure it out to be like quite creative and edit it and make sure it looks nice. And you get people that come on and be I'm absolutely amazing. And you're like, you know what? I don't need to do any work. Like like in my last podcast. I'll, I'll probably not need to do any work on it if I didn't want to, other than you know, getting some editing, my editing team just to do some editing on it, make some marketing material for it. But other than that, absolutely nothing. I could I could sit there and actually post a whole podcast and I wouldn't be worried because it'd be amazing. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've been really cautious about doing that, doing that here, being becoming the podcast host. Now I'm like, so like, what well, we get the podcast, but get the microphone. So. Tell me more. Like, oh, you said this. Tell me more about this. Oh, you said this. And tell me, do you know that with a fake podcast and phone voice that everyone puts on? Like, like, oh, so you said you don't like dogs. What is it about dogs you don't like? Is it is it the way they look? Is it the way they smell like? Yeah, I've, I've tried to avoid a lot. You, you know, it, it, it's a very interesting thing about podcast hosting is there there are a few episodes along the way where I got that that podcaster like, and people immediately at least my friends and family who listen to the episodes, these are yeah, yeah. A, a couple in the early days hated the guest because they're like, we could tell that you weren't even comfortable talking to them. Like, like it wasn't even you. Yeah. And, mm. and I'm like, and, and by the way, credit to you as a guest, this has been a fantastic episode in my opinion. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you're going to be like, I don't know what the hell I just did. Like what? <laughs> in, in so to... <laughs> I was gonna say strip. I'm gonna go away from here. Speak to my family. Speak to my team. Message a few people. Be like, what the hell just happened? But it's gonna be in such a good. I'll be honest. Look, it's one of those where <laughs> it's one of those. I didn't. I didn't know what to expect. And in my head, like I said, my whole persona, and like you know, like I said to you, is authenticity, credibility. So all all about me is. They're trying to just be doing this person's influential, educational, knowledgeable person that can help and coach people through their life, right? So people don't get to see this version of me often. Do this version that speaks about even on my social medias, I very rarely put these versions of myself up where I'm speaking about animals and speaking about what I dislike, what I don't like, and you know, funny conversation. I said to you before, I very rarely, especially on my, my platform, speak about my personal things and like and just doing the different parts of me where it's I'm actually not just a a, a nerd or a or a just a, a like educational fanatic or academic uh, academic you know worm i'm a person that actually has completely different personality sometimes but it's nice because you pulled it out in this podcast which is very rare so kudos to you for that very very rare <laughs> um even my closest friends struggle pulling these sides out of me i like, they'll have conversation i'm like okay no actually let's speak about this. i've got this business idea what do you think about it they're like oh by the way the child call is different i'm like no no actually doing what like what do you think about this video? Do you think it's good for content? Like, doing, I'm that guy. I'm always like, so it's very hard for people to get me just to speak about things, especially on general recorded um, platforms. <laughs> so, yeah, good. I, I'm excited to see how it goes. I'm excited to see your viewers. Like, they're, they're going to be like, okay, either you're going to get two sides, I think. You're going to get people up like, you know what, what bullshit were you guys talking about? And sorry <laughs> if you're not allowed to swear on your podcast. But what crap are you guys talking oh, you, about? You know, I do. <laughs> Yeah, and other and the other side is going to be like, oh, that's different. Like you've got some educational stuff in there, you've got some like funny random stories in there, and then you're gonna be, you're gonna get those probably like one a.m. drunk people that are like, oh, what the, what the hell happened? <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited. Oh yeah, I, drunk people are gonna love this episode. I tell, <laughs> no, this this was fantastic. 
Uh, before I let you go, I realize I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, holy shit, I've I've kept you a long yep. time. Uh, and I apologize for that because I know you're uh, in the your hours in the future uh, from me. Yep. But before I let you go, uh, tell people uh, where they can find you. What yep. uh, you know, your Instagram yep. uh, is explosively yep. large. Uh, yep. So there's a few places you can find me on. So one of them is my Instagram, mainly Instagrams. I use Instagrams quite often. So there's one is just my name, Marcus Zia. The other one is more my businessy type platform, public speaking thing. So that's the multi-path. So T-H-E-M-U-L-T-I-P-A-T-H. Had to think about that one. And then that's also the name of my website. So if you just type in www.themultipath.co.uk, you'll find me there. My website will come up. Um, my therapy website might come up as well so you can jump on that if you ever need some virtual coaching stuff um, and then obviously my podcast will be airing soon and you can find that out on my social medias my website will be there as well so that's the multi-dose podcast but that's also on the multipath website so everything you need will be on the website on my social media instagrams and then if you ever need me ever need some advice guidance or you want to chat about how much we despise animals apparently hit me up you can have those conversations there too um but yes i think that's i'm gonna close it up like that because i think that's pretty cool awesome well uh this has been so much fun and i really appreciate you coming on and uh yeah we will we'll uh we'll both keep our arms distance away from from animals yeah Uh, yeah honestly firstly let me thank you for even having me on i know i know i might not be your ordinary guest but ordinary is boring so that's one thing but like i said (laughs) But like I said, look, I, I've enjoyed it. I, I'll be honest, I didn't know what to expect before I came on, but I enjoyed it. I I think we've pulled both sides out of each other. And we've, we've basically in sync. We resonate quite well with each other as well. So that's quite nice. I like the fact that you're authentic, which is by my whole values and principles, being authentic and credible. Go for it like you're doing you. Um, so yeah, so I hope your, your audience likes it. Like I said, if anyone wants to hit me up or we, we can collab on something else, or if you just hit Jeff up, man. Collab with him somehow. Um, yeah. force him to club with me again <laughs> yeah twi- twist my arm why don't you <laughs> yep. um, right. yeah yeah thank you so much yeah thank you that's it that's all hope you had a ball thank you multazimzia for joining me check out his links uh in the show notes uh and again another plug for me Go, go nominate me for Best of the Bay, please. I'd love to be on the ballot. Um, yeah, I don't have that much more to say. Um, so just stay tuned. I've got some tremendous guests lined up, some more tremendous guests lines, lined up uh, for future episodes. Um, you know, my, my brain's a little uh, swampy. Is that a thing? Can you... I don't know if that's a, a word that has ever been used to describe your, your, someone's brain. Um, but I think the fact that I'm asking that question kind of displays what exactly I'm trying to relay by saying my brain is a little swampy. I've been watching too much black mirror. I, I'm probably going to, I think I'm going to do a video on the YouTube channel, um, about, about black mirror. Um, maybe a, a, a drunk Jeff ranks. Uh, I've only done one of those. Because, uh, you know, I don't really have, I, I've, I've recorded a couple other ones and I just thought they were really stupid. So, so 
But uh, this one, I, I'll put some work into it. Uh, so I'm re-watching uh, the Black Mirror episodes. Um, some interesting stuff. All right. Um, boom, it's over. Thanks for listening. It was amazing. <laughs> I I loved it. Be sure to come back for another great episode. I'm one wing away from Jeff Macalino. Of the Jeff Macalino Podcast. How much time did you spend on thinking of the name of your podcast? You want to just straight, that's my name. I'll add the word podcast to it. Yup. See you next week. Yeah.